Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy. is the creator. The man behind the monkey. The monkey bone is his creation. I love your way. <laughs> Stu was about to have it all until it all came crashing down. <laughs> From the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Hello? Am I dead? <laughs> gentlemen i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is everything i learned from movies and tonight oh tonight ah we are uh, continuing primate uh, monk may monk may <laughs> uh with 2001's monkey bone steve what is this movie <laughs> what did we watch oh we'll talk but first we're far too sober to have this fucking conversation <laughs> yeah what do you guys drink babe we have, in honor of May, April showers bring May flowers, right? It's definitely not pouring here and snowing in certain parts of the state or in certain parts of the country or nope, not even a little blowing bit. snow someplace. It's crazy. We're having some Sierra Nevada Summerfest. Chris Blogger. Ooh. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. 5% alcohol by volume. Yeah, There's something about the warm summer day that calls out for a cold glass of a great beer. This classic Czech-style lager is sure to fit the bill. Crisp, golden, and refreshing, Summerfest is a perfect choice for soaking up the sunshine. Nice. I'm gonna soak up the sun. Ugh, stop. Got my 45 on. I will throw this so cat on you. I can rock on. Shall I pop my top? Yes, please. <laughs> 
top. Yeah. This this is a crystal clear beer. You can read a book through this thing. Absolutely spectacular. <laughs> Weren't you saying the other day you could like read the back of the label? You can read the back <laughs> yeah. of the label through it. You can. Yeah. And the pour. Yeah. Very effervescent, super foamy. Mmm, nice malty aroma, a little bit of green apple, which is appropriate for this style beer. Steve's going in for the sip. Oh, yeah. It's a nice, smooth, crisp lager, a little bit of um, probably like Cascade hops or something on it instead of the usual Noble ones, but... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah. nice, nice smooth, all-day drinking beer. Yeah, this is a nice light beer. It's definitely got a, the Sierra Nevada flavor on it. Yeah, I highly recommend the Summerfest, guys. It's my beer beer of the summer. Yeah, get it. So seasonal release. So Monkey Bone. Monkey what Bone. What the fuck is this movie, Steve? Well, it's from the director Henry Selleck. Who's he, Steve? Tom Selleck's brother. No. Um, <laughs> he's he's the Known guy. for his mustache. And... He's the guy that actually directed Nightmare Before Christmas. I thought that was uh, Tim Burton, Steve. It's not, apparently. <laughs> uh, he also did James and the Giant Peach. Oh, that's getting creepy. Yeah, this, and then Coraline's the latest thing he's oh, done. Oh, yeah, he's good. It also comes from writer Sam Hamm. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> well, he is the writer of Never Cry Wolf. Yeah, he is. Batman. Yeah. Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, Mantis, the TV show. Oh, shit. Uh, this, and then after this, uh, basically it was like, masters of horror episodes and stuff like that but uh yeah yeah an interesting combination and of course as the trailer mentioned brendan fraser bridget fonda john turturro is the voice of monkey bone uh rose mcgowan uh, who else chris Kattan, and special guest stars that will be popping up yeah. <laughs> uh but babe steve do you recall this movie starts this movie starts with an animated short does it not uh yeah, right before that though, as the the monkey dolls, the like That's the sock right. monkey dolls being tossed around and doing flips, and it's like, okay, it's all right. We'll keep this going, and then yeah, we get a little uh, cartoon backstory basically of uh, little Stu as a kid. And <laughs> Do you want to describe what happens, there, babe? <laughs> uh, he's in love with his teacher's fatty arm flaps. Yeah, and out of his pants pops a monkey bone. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's absolutely it. Yeah, he's aroused by the arm flaps, and Monkey Bone leaps out yeah. of his pants and starts causing mischief. And, yeah. <laughs> and we find out, oh, this is actually a cartoon that Stu's uh, made and is going to be, yeah. what was it, uh, premiering on the Comedy Network or something like Comedy that? Comedy Network! And they've, they've ordered six episodes, so he's set for life. Yep. Because that's how TV works, that's right? That's how TV works. Yeah. Um, and then we're introduced to his manager, played by Dave Foley. Oh, yeah. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> oh, you know him from Kids in the Hall, and he pops it and everything. But he introduces Stu as the man behind the monkey. They yeah. have a nice little, what, press conference, I guess. Kind of like, oh, yeah, six episodes co- premiering next month. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, and it's sort of hinted at that uh, Sue's, Stu, Sue, Stu's life has not been great up until this point, and that this is sort of his big break. But really what saved him was his lovely lady friend. Yeah, played by Bridget Fonda. <laughs> Ow, that was a horrible tongue roll. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's not even the tongue roll. That's the... <laughs> yeah, but uh, in the middle of the press conference, Stu's basically like, I want to bail. And she's like, no, you should stay here. This is all for you. If you leave, what will everybody do? Like, I don't know. Probably still get drunk. Let's yeah. go. Oh, that's right. And then they get in the car. He want, Well, so he bought a ring to propose. Oh, yeah, he bought a ring yeah. to propose to her. Uh, so he just wants to leave. He doesn't want the attention. He just wants them to basically pay him for Monkey Bone and then to go. Uh, she wants to stay and be like, no, this is like your big break. Come on, you can do this. Um, and he's like, come on, let's leave. Let's go. And yeah, they uh, they pack his car full of monkey bone merchandise because his uh, his buddy slash manager is gonna like, is just merching the fuck out of it, yeah. which he's not really comfortable with. He's like, uh, this this feels like too much. Um, yeah, and so their car is loaded for bear, and he's gonna go because he wants to go home and propose. Yeah, he's got his grandmother's ring and everything. 
Yeah, but then when they're getting in the car, uh, there's a giant monkey that starts inflating inside of the car because that would ever be in there for some reason. They stuck it in there. Yeah, but it causes them to push down on the gas Ah. and start going out of the parking lot, through the street, into a brick wall. Kaboosh! Then, Cut to Stu's in a coma. Yeah, Stu uh, sinking into a roller coaster and then going through some weird thing. Yep. Going to uh, a downtown, which basically looks like a carnival town. I don't know. Yeah, it's good and creepy. Yeah, it's like a like a Tim Burton version of Carnival Magic. Yeah. <laughs> Almost expect Stoney to come popping out and offering off his daughter. No. <laughs> As, this, this is actually the first one where I've written down, you know... Some of these effects are pretty practical, and they're pretty awesome. <laughs> like, you know what? This is a good-looking movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, the some of the CGI stuff is a little dated, you know, being, what, 18, 19 years old now? Yeah. But, I mean, there's people in, like, giant suits and stuff. There, it, It's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, the claymation, the claymation stuff's awesome. really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, Brandon Fraser's just kind of wandering around, like, what's going on? Where am I? Blah, blah, blah. And he ends up in the, this, like, bar... And I forget the name of the bar, but yeah, it doesn't matter. And he's there, and uh, it's time for the Monkey Bone Show. Yeah. And basically the little variety show. He's, like, busting people's chops like Don Rickles. Oh, and no, he's, he's, juggling. he's making jokes about Stu. He's all the jokes oh, yeah, are about that's Stu. Right. <laughs> They're all about him. Monkey Bone is very, very uh, upset that he's trapped in the world of imagination. They're in downtown imagination, basically. Yeah. Or Coma Town or something? Uh, downtown. But... Yeah, but oh, they're at the Coma Bar. That's it. Yeah, yeah. They're at the Coma Bar. Yeah, but uh, when we cut back to the real world, and Bridget Fonda's there with Brendan Fraser, who's in a coma. It's like it's okay. You're gonna pull through this, baby. And then we meet Brendan Fraser's older sister, <laughs> played by Megan Mullally. <laughs> who's she, Steve? <laughs> you know her from Will and Grace, and. Uh, I believe Mrs. Nick Offerman she's most Mrs. famous for. Mrs. Nick yeah. Offerman. Yeah, she's fantastic. Any, but anytime you need like an obnoxious ditzy brunette, it's Megan Mullally. She's yeah. freaking fantastic at it. So, which one of these is the plug? <laughs> so, there's a, it's briefly mentioned that Stu's dad took a very long time to die being hooked up to everything. And him and his sister made a pact that neither of them would ever be a vegetable. That may have been bullshit. I, well, no, but I feel on, like that there's that artwork he had, too, of his fear of being in the hospital. Oh, yeah, okay, that did come in later. Oh, yeah. okay, I, I thought that was just the sister being oh, like... Oh, no, 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 I think it was definitely a thing. Okay. She definitely, though, like, day one is like, so I'm going to unplug him, and they're like, we usually give it three months. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what are the chances of him making a full recovery? Like, well, it's hard to tell, it could be tomorrow, it could be years. And like... But after three months, we're pr- there's definitely brain damage. Yeah. Yeah, so they, <laughs> but they basically like, okay, now there's a three-month deadline, and then the plug's being pulled. Yeah, then there was the, the whole thing, uh, like, Bridget Fonda went back to the apartment, and there was, like, his, you know, usual monkey bone type stuff, mm-hmm. and then there was, like, the really dark stuff yeah, when he was so a kid. Yeah, so that's where, so then there's a picture, so yeah. right before he started doing monkey bone, he was doing all this very dark, disturbed artwork. It was when they first got together. He was in just a hard place after his dad died, and it, he had all these nightmares, and he couldn't sleep. He just couldn't live with his subconscious. That's right. And yeah, and a lot of the artwork was like him strapped to a table, all deformed, being cut into by doctors, hinting again at also that like he probably would not want to be just hooked up to a bunch of tubes. Yeah. This is sort of his deepest, darkest nightmare. True, true. But but how did he overcome it? He switched hands. He's oh god, and so he that. switched art styles. Uh, and of course, the bullshit. artist in the room instantly was like, "That's not how it works." Uh, <laughs> same brain, guys. It's all still in the same brain. <laughs> yes, you can have cute little happy creatures and horrible zombie drawings coming out of the same brain. I mean, and if you like that, check out untidyvenus.etsy.com. <laughs> you want to see how bipolar works? <laughs> What's that? A werewolf playing with kittens. <laughs> He's so happy. Uh, oh yeah, I, I love Wolfman's little business suit. Wolfman's not in the business. Suit. Oh yeah, he's in the flannel, that, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah you yeah, were thinking right. of uh, during the month of October. If you follow <laughs> Untidy Venus on Instagram, I do uh, Drawtober, also known as Inktober. And every year for Wolfman, I do a little man. He's a little wolf. He's a man in his little business suit, <laughs> and he's always ahead every year. It's true, as he should be. 
Uh, then we go back to downtown. Uh, Brendan Fraser is still at the bar, and he gets served by a waitress uh, who is Rose McGowan as a cat. Yeah, she is. Uh, it's Kitty. Kitty, that's right, that's right. That's her name, easy enough. Uh, so uh, Monkey Bone uh, then promptly dives into Kitty's titties. Yeah, Kitty Titty. Monkey Bone <laughs> and a Kitty Titty. <laughs> Which, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and she is not pleased. We get an introdu- introduction of the Grim Reaper. Yeah. With red hands and just... The head was a little weird. It was like... It basically flat looked... Flat-topped or something? I don't know. Yeah, it was sort of like um, when you just cover like a sucker with a... Uh, kleenex and call it a ghost yeah but it was like they did that with one of the cone heads <laughs> yeah 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 an interesting looking reaper guy but yeah. he, you know he is, comes out and he's basically like hey you random dude your time has come oh no he's taking him he gets to be woken up out of his coma yeah well oh yeah well yeah, yeah. He, so you say reaper most people are gonna think oh they're going to death. no no sorry sorry that's right he comes with the exit pass that's that's what it was yeah that's right purgatory. this little gold ticket get him out of purgatory and brendan and... fraser's wait like wait that old geezer what about me how do i do this hey and everybody's like hey death makes all the decisions around here so yeah so the guy with the exit pass he gets set in uh oh one of God. those little carnival machines where you like so swing it's, the it's hammer a chair, and but it's also hooked up yet yeah, to where you swing the hammer the the strongest man thing and then um they go through the mouth of uh, honest abe the uh, great emancipator that's right <laughs> free at last <laughs> oh my god it's so funny i i love it i love it uh, but then we quickly got to an invitation to uh, a pajama party at Hypnos. Who's Hypnos, Steve? We find out it's played by Giancarlo Esposito, but... We totally thought it was Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, it, he's like a devil pimp. He is like a devil pimp. I love his tiny footies. Yeah, he's got little itty-bitty, like, baby so pygmy but goat f- legs yeah. on top of, I don't know, Notorious B.I.G. body. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so on the way to the pajama party, we cut back to the real world and we see that Stu has grown a beard while he's in a coma. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is about day seven, day Time day 10, maybe. Um, and we find out, nope, TikTok, there's only an hour left before three months has passed. I'm like, what? Oh, no, it's like the day before three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got, there's yeah. a couple hours, I think, but. Oh, at the end, yeah, at the pajama party, we find out that they watch people's dreams and uh, but in in Comatown or downtown or wherever, uh, and everybody prefers nightmares. That's yeah. like the biggest viewing. So hypno needs and nightmares. Yeah, that's right. We get to see the one of uh, Julie, the yeah. uh, Br- Br- Bridget Fonda when she's sleeping. Oh, it's well starts out. It's all romantic. She's in a very cool, funky wedding dress. He's in a tux, and then he just starts to fade away, and then it becomes a cemetery. And yeah. But, but Brendan Fraser also sees and starts banging on the glass like, hey, no, hey, 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 Julie, Julie, look at me. And she's like, wait, what? What's that noise? And she sees him and then he like breaks the glass and she wakes up and like, oh, what the hell was that? And Brendan Fraser's like, hey, hey, she heard me. She heard me. Like, whatever. You're ruining the potty. <laughs> yeah. And so then Brendan Fraser has a plan. Well, he has an idea, but he needs a plan. <laughs> yeah. He talks to Hypno. He's like, if I were going to steal an exit pass, how would I go about doing that? Well, you gotta go see death. Alright, easy enough. How do I do that? (laughs) (laughs) As around this time, uh, we find out basically there's like six hours left. It's like, I guess, the morning of. And they're like, alright, six hours, I guess we're pulling the plug. They take a roller coaster to the land of death. Yeah. After, like, sneaking past a gate and all that fun stuff. This is also when we find out... uh, his girlfriend works in uh, sleep. a sleep lab. Yeah, a sleep lab, and she's come up with this uh, concussion called Onorix, which is like nightmare juice. Yeah. Like, why would you want such a thing? <laughs> so she pulls up his like brain waves or whatever, and uh, she pulled up from a sleep study he did when they first started dating. Because I guess that's how they met, was at the sleep clinic? I guess, yeah. And she was like, so this is a minute and a half of a nightmare. And it's like off the charts. And he goes, this has been his last 24 hours. And his brainwaves are off the chart. Which, by the way, more than enough reason to not pull the plug that he's having massive brain activity right? in the last 24 hours. Yeah. 
You're thinking... But anyway, they're skipping past that part. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, the three-month thing is non-negotiable. <laughs> Apparently, Jesus. According to your insurance plan, no. Um... <laughs> um, so yeah, so she's going to pump him full of nightmare juice and scare him awake. Uh, meanwhile, on the Land of the Dead... Uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers is playing all day, every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In the afterlife, you could be headed for a serious drive. Now you make <laughs> the scene all day, but tomorrow they'll be held to pay. Y'all know oh, the song? Yeah. yeah if you're... <laughs> no, they don't know the song. Some of them weren't born when that song came out. Oh, well, in that case, here we go. This is a place where eternally fire is applied to the body. Teeth are extruded and born to crown and baked into cakes which are passed around. Oh my gosh, when the horn solo came in. Oh, you I, you know I love a good horn section, Steve. Yeah. So then uh, Brendan Fraser is sneaking around. And Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone's with him. Mon- yeah, he, Monkey Bone decides to help him. And so they find there's there's like one Grim Reaper that got pea soup spilled on him. It's got a green spot. And so they they like tack, they like they go to knock him unconscious, but when they pull his cape off, he disappears. Yeah. By the way, I like Whoa. Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone's little... Well, that's good for future reference. (laughs) (laughs) There are some really good lines in this movie. Yeah, the the tone of this movie is all over the fucking place. This this just needs a re-edit, 100%. This movie... I'm going to stop right here, guys. I have no idea if I love this movie or if I hated this movie. Yeah. I really don't know. I know I have very strong feelings, but I really don't know what they are. I, I think what the problem was is this is a great 65, 70 minute movie. Yes. But they had to expand it to 90, 95 minutes. Also, this movie needs to be an R. Oh, Monkey Bone, oh yeah, that's always good. The whole thing in the movie is that Monkey Bone's like, basically like Ren and Stimpy for adults. It's going to be on yeah. like adult nighttime TV. And they tried to make this like a PG-13 movie, except for the whole movie is about like boners and death. Yeah, well, I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas is about a ghost trying to find his purpose in life. Yeah, yeah it's a little softer. It's not about... A comic started from a boner. It's not about a monkey trying to dive into Rose McGowan's tits. <laughs> there are no titty jokes in Nightmare Before Christmas, babe. Okay, you're probably right, yeah. I, I had to think for a sec. I've, I've seen it more than you. There's no titty jokes in Coraline, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Dang. Okay, fine. You win this round. But then... You all heard it. I was right for once. <laughs> all right, for me to correct that now, let's go. All right. Babe, who plays Death? Oh my god. Ed herself. Yes, right. Eddie herself. Whoopi Goldberg. Which I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. And, she's and, got an eye patch. She's got a fucking funky, funky crazy hat. Yeah. <laughs> she probably brought all that from home. Right? And her assistant is played by Thomas Hayden Church. Oh I could not get this confirmed on IMDb, but that's totally who it is. That's 100%. Yeah, they have neglected that character. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that character is uh, culturally insensitive, whatever they've done. It's like, he's like a mime samurai. Yeah. Yeah. Samamime? S- Samamime? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, though, he's fucking great. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> so yeah, they sneak in, like, wearing the sheet, uh, trying to grab an exit pass, and but, you know, Whoopi's basically like, Excuse me, what's your name again? Uh, Chuck. Yeah, my name's Chuck. <laughs> ah, they're onto us. They're onto us. We gotta get out of here. Shut up. Shut up. Chuck, would you just step step forward for a moment? Uh, totally. Uh, here we go. Forward. <laughs> I'm stepping. <laughs> step, step, step. <laughs> and then uh, quickly, the, the thing gets taken off. Jig is up, but they grab the exit pass and start running. Yeah. And I. I forget, there was like a grenade involved somehow, right? 
Because there was like fire in the hole, then boom, and somebody's head was gone. And uh, they no, uh, Whoopi blows her own head up somehow. Because then they have to replace her head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's shenanigans. Fire shenanigans. in the hole. Whoopi loses her head. <laughs> Luckily, they have spares. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Monkey Bone and Stu they hop on a train, and they're heading for the. They're heading back to downtown. They're almost clear. They jump out of the train. They're running for the gate when Monkey Bone whacks Stu in the back of the head with a monkey wrench. Uh, oh, no, did we actually, that? right before that, that's when he gets shot up with the nightmare juice that's right, by that's Julie. When he gets, oh, yeah, and then he goes into his, his horrible painting. Yeah, his, that's like, right. David Lynch, David yeah. Cronenberg kind of weird hospital fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Coming next fall. Uh, <laughs> that's the movie we needed to see. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah. By after... the way, watching them bring that really creepy picture to life was very good. Oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. the thing's coming out of his eye. And it, yeah. Oh, yeah, cra- crazy shit. Uh, and great practical effects. It looked like a painting kind of come came to life. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, they get to the gate, and they're like, all right, we got to get on the machine, and dunk, monkey bone mm-hmm. clocks him in the back of the head, double crosses him, and then gets launched on the, uh, the little carnival ride chair thingy. Yeah. Up into <laughs> Abe Lincoln's mouth, and yeah. boom! Brandon Fraser comes up out of his coma. As Monkey Bone. <laughs> he starts looking around, sees Bridget Fonda. Ooh, Betty Man! La, la. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, oh, good. He can use his legs. Good for him. Right? <laughs> Being there for three months, there might be some therapy involved, but. Eh. Right? No, he's perfectly fine, ready to go home, and he grows the worst facial hair. Yeah. It's oh. so bad oh and also what's the first thing he does when he comes out after seeing bridget fonda he has to check his dick that's right gotta do a dick check it's a kids movie gotta have him check the dick (laughs) why do they keep putting that in kids movies see who is this movie for (laughs) to be fair i would check my dick first well yeah (laughs) pretty sure that's the first now the first thing you did coming out of surgery was ask for cheese it's i think then check your dick Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, yeah, for, and, uh, I guess right. they're, like, celebrating that he's out of his coma, and someone hands him a glass of champagne, and I'm like, yeah. he's just out of a coma. She, Bridget Fonda, she bakes him a cake and gives him a glass of champagne. Yeah. Because uh, she's like, I know what you were going to ask me that night. Because he didn't get a chance to propose to her. Yeah. But his, uh, his agent buddy is like, oh, well, at least you know how he felt when he proposed. And she's like, what? Yeah, he got his grandma's ring and everything. Oh, no, yeah. the the girlfriend spills it, and then she gets it verified by the friend. Not yeah. The, the sister the spilled sister, it. The sister spilled it, yeah. And then the best friend verifies it. And so she's just like, the answer to that question you were going to ask me is yes. But Monkey, and Monkey Bone's like, I don't know what you're talking what about. What are you talking about, toots? <laughs> when you asked me to marry you? Ooh, I don't know. That doesn't sound like me. I don't really remember a lot. Still coming out of a coma. Gotta go, bye. <laughs> oh, and this is after the shower scene. So he just come home with his girlfriend, and we see Bridget Fonda's silhouette taking a shower, and we got to Brendan Fraser on the bed, wide-eyed, tongue hanging out, loving what's going on. Back to the shower, back to Brendan Fraser, and then we know it's Brendan Fraser is watching two monkeys fucking on a television. Yeah. <laughs> and then so uh, Bridget Fonda comes out and let's get it on's playing on the radio. And then it becomes Foxy by Jimmy Sandrix. Uh, by the way, the the soundtrack of this movie. It's uh, fantastic. <laughs> it's, I love it. It's great. So he does a, Brenda Frazier gets up, does a little monkey dance and climbing all over the four post bed. He fucking climbs to the top of the four post bed and then is going to like dive into poor Bridget Fonda, <laughs> who's like, what the fuck? Yeah, Hopefully like, she gets out of the way just in time. Yeah. <laughs> and then he conks his head, goes back into a coma. Nope, not quite. Just hurts a lot. <laughs> uh, I really thought that's where they were going to make the switch. I won't lie. Oh, that'd been kind of cool. <laughs> like, he just can't, like, see, I thought it was going to turn into sort of a Looney Tunes. Like, it's a series of every time he gets knocked unconscious, he switches. And then Bridget Fonda has to keep hitting him to get him back to Brandon Fraser. <laughs> has to keep hitting the head, like, do? Stu? Uh, yeah. Took too long. Punk. Stu? Oh, hey, babe. How's it going? Oh, thank you. You saved me. <laughs> Different movie. What's going on? Yeah. 
Oh, so yeah. So then we cut back into downtown. Uh, basically, uh, Stu's been thrown into a dungeon because all of Nightmare Town or downtown turned on him because they want they have plans. Basically, Monkey Bone's supposed to steal the Nightmare Juice and pump it into people and yeah, yeah, get get that shit cracking for everybody there. So he's in the dungeon, and who's in the dungeon with him? We, oh snap! We got Steve King. We have uh, Attila the Hun, Lizzie <laughs> Borden, Jack the Ripper. Just all kinds of people there. I guess locked away in his subconscious. I think. Well, he because there's like oh he was with other people in the coma. No, that's right. That's right. Because they were saying like they got thrown away because. Because uh, weird, creepy people got put theirs. into their yeah. bodies. That's yeah, yeah, right. Because like everybody was talking about theirs, and and Steve King was like. Yeah, you're lucky. At least it was a monkey. Cujo got my body. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Still there to this day. No. Um. No, no, no. They swapped back. That's why he stopped doing so much cocaine. Yeah, then I've written down is Monkey Bone Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he's got the little uh, little soul patch thing. And and, and the, the mutton chops. Yeah, and when he's being interviewed, he's like oh, so yeah. super energetic and just, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this and this and this. And this. Monkey Bone's going to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's talking like Tarantino. I love it. <laughs> and then you go from uh, talking about merchandising uh, to Monkey Bone kind of fading off and going into a bikini dream where he's chasing yeah. like five girls in bikinis running through the grass and sprinklers or something Aww. while he's dreaming though uh, hypno pops out of nowhere and he's like look motherfucker i need to get this nightmare juice and get shit moving yeah, while you're awake you that may be your body but when you're asleep it's this is my territory that's right and he punches monkey bone so hard he wakes up with a bloody nose Yep. Yeah, so then Monkey Bone goes to the Sleep Institute where Julie works at, uh, starts looking around for the Onorix, something like that, the the Nightmare Juice. But there's a distraction. (gasps) It's an orangutan in a cage. And it's a lady orangutan. (laughs) And then we get an awfully awkward situation where... Brendan Fraser's body (laughs) with Monkey Bone's mind is tempted and would love to satisfy an orangutan but mm-hmm. not right now he's got a job to do yeah but then again maybe just a little kiss for the road <laughs> yeah she gets weird and he grabs the uh, nightmare juice gets out of there boom we then go to a demonstration the next day of this new farting doll monkey bone doll that's going to be mass produced yeah. and merchandised and then well, so, it's all the merchandise, and basically he's saying yes to all the garbage. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, there's chi- there's chicken guts in my, or uh, pig guts in my burger. How much was McDonald's offering us? Listen, what? these guys. All right, it's sold. It'll be a pleasure doing business with you. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, Monkey Bone has an idea, and wants to test it on the dog. Basically, vaporizes the nightmare juice into the farts of these dolls. Yeah. And blasts them in the face. And of course, the dog starts having nightmares. Oh, the do- and the dog, by the way, also in the background, there's a background story of the dog knows it's Monkey Bone and it's not Stu. And so uh, he has been living in the backyard. Like, the dog doesn't like it. Oh, him yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's right. And the dog's nightmares. He's being castrated he's being by castrated cats. castrated by cats. Yeah. Again, more dick jokes for this kid's movie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, those cat doctors are great. <laughs> Same, we go back to Nightmare Town, or downtown. I keep calling that. It's Nightmare it's Town. Nightmare Town. Coma Town. Kitty steals uh, the key for, to the dungeon from Hypno, or whoever it was. Yes, I don't know. she seduces Hypno, steals the keys. Yep. And then uh, unlocks the gate for Brenna Frazier, and then yeah. kills the guard. The mouse guard. Yeah, the mouse guard gets oh. fucking ripped open. There's blood dripping down her face. And the, did you notice they did the, the eye flash? Yeah. The cat eye flash on her eyes? Yeah, yeah. It was creepy. It was so good and scary. <laughs> and Bre- I love Brenna Frazier's like, Kitty, I'm never going to forget you. No matter how hard I try. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, it's perfect, because like, up until now, she's been so sweet and so innocent, and is like... The ray of sunshine in this world of nightmares. And it's like, oh no, no, she's a nightmare too. Yeah, there's a All reason of this she's is here. His nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stu like gets out of the dungeon and almost immediately gets caught by death or one of the reapers or whatever. Like he gets knocked out and taken to the land yeah. of the dead. Death has him on a rack and stretched out with the mm-hmm. uh, Thomas Hayden Church, you know, turning the wheels and stuff. 
And uh, Whoopi's basically like, what? what? Why do you even want to go back? Maybe nobody wants you up there. Like, no, I'm doing it for love. I just, I never got a chance to tell the girl that I loved how much I loved her. I just need 10 minutes, really. I just got to tell her. But you would never know that. You've never been in love. And Whoopi's like, you don't know my life. You don't know me. <laughs> All right, I'll give you 10 minutes or I'll give you an hour or something. Yeah, yeah. But there is a real shortage of bodies up there. So beggars can't be choosers. Hold on for the ride. And then she drop kicks him right in the ass, launches him into space, basically. Yep. And he comes up in the body of Chris Catan. Who is an or- or- organ donor who died, who's <laughs> getting his organs harvested. Yep. yep. By the way, as soon as that scene popped up, Steve's like, Chris Catan! <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing here? Yeah. Yeah, he, it pops up in there. Uh, we find out through the progression of things, Chris Catan was apparently a gymnast who broke mm-hmm. his neck. Yep. And so they were just when they were like cutting into like harvest the organs. They've already and taken a few of the organs. Yeah. They're pulling organs out when he pops back to life. Yeah. And then the doctor is like, oh, and by the way, when the doctor's pulling the organs out, is like, and this is a houseboat, and this is. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris Catan jumps up and is like, I have to go find Julie. And they're like, wait, you're dead. Come back. We need a few more of your organs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He like duck, takes himself <laughs> clothes and like starts yep. running off. All right. So he escapes. Yeah. And then we cut to the Museum of Natural History where uh, I guess he's doing a big presentation. Or They're doing a fundraiser so it makes That's it right. look That's like right. they care. Yeah. But really it's a huge publicity stunt to sell the new monkey dolls. Yes, the farting monkey dolls. <laughs> that are now loaded. By the way, so super creepy. So Monkey Bone as Stu is like, hey, the launch of my new product. Can I take all these toys home and fill them with my own noxious chemicals before we sell them to the public? Yeah, like, oh, sure, okay, yeah, perfectly whatever. fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong at all. <laughs> Don't even know why that would even be brought up. Of course, we we. Oh, the... it's implied in contract. <laughs> Steve, the pre nine eleven world, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, this would have been just before. Yeah, yeah. we had uh, the manager Dave Foley. He's basically testing out one. So yeah, so Dave Foley sprays himself in the face with one of these farting monkey dolls. His face turns bright purple. Bright purple. Oh uh, yeah. And and then we cut back to the party. Uh, Brendan Fraser is giving his little speech, and then Dave Foley's running naked through the party. Demanding that clothes. people take their clothes off and... <laughs> release the monkey. You have to release the monkey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, evil stew. You can tell because he has the facial hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's how you know he's evil. Yeah, um, He has filled a big, like, pinata head of his own head yeah. full of the monkey dolls that he's going to, like, drop on the crowd later. Yeah. And then he starts singing Brick House, which... Oh. Uh, the to most, Julie, because he's yeah. going to propose. Instead of his grandmother's ring, he bought one that's just fully encrusted in diamonds. Because he, if he stays single, he gets all the booty he wants. But if he gets married, it gives the impression that he's a family man, which is better for getting contracts. There you go. <laughs> oh, this is the worst part of this movie, Steve. Brendan Fraser singing Brickhouse as Monkey Bone. It was pretty bad. Oh, this hurt. This hurt me on the inside. But but when he does pull out the ring, she sees it's all diamond encrusted. Oh. I thought you were going to use your grandma's ring. You want a used ring? Not a terrible question to ask, but yes. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah, but there's just then uh, Chris Catan's corpse <laughs> embodied by, Brendan, by Stu yeah. uh, gets to the gate. He's being chased by the doctors led by Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> We're like, get that corpse. He's got our organs. <laughs> yeah. But then he starts jumping up, doing gymnastics to get past the guards and over the gates and into the museum. And he uh, interrupts the proposal. <laughs> and he's basically like, get away from her, monkey bones. He's like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, shit. Stu, is that you? <laughs> Babe, it's me. I don't know I don't look like me, but monkey bones trapped in my body. And then they run off into the dinosaur room, which, of course, where the climax of all movies must happen. <laughs> and basically they fight for a little bit, and then Julie comes in and is like, wait, what? what's going on? And it's like, I'll explain to him. And then he, he, he had gone back to his house to get the grandma's ring before he went to the museum. Yeah. And he pulls out the grandma's ring and starts proposing. And it's the most adorable thing because he's proposing in the dinosaur room like I should have done. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You proposed to me over a brownie. That's true. And Julie <laughs> says yes. And they they yes. hug. 
And then basically uh, Chris Kattan pulls out a backpack and says, Get back in the pack, monkey bone. He's like, but I don't want to go back, boss. Get back in there. Get back in the pack. Back in the pack. Um, And then eventually... Oh, they run, they get on the roof, they fly off the roof that's on right. the monkey bone hot air balloon. Oh, that's right, that's right. There's the giant fucking Macy's Parade balloon or whatever. Yeah. And they're on the strings and they go through the town. Uh, through. It's like Washington, D.C. or something, right? I Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they get, start going through... <laughs> Chris Kattan starts just dropping organs everywhere. Throwing the... organs. Oh, by the way, he's still being chased completely by the doctors who want his organs. <laughs> They're like, quick, get that this. liver, get that liver, get it. Don't touch that dog. It's still good, it's still good. Yeah. And then we get the random ass, like, security cop or something like, I think I can bring him down. Pow, pow, start shooting up at the balloon. <laughs> oh, what part of the monkey's anatomy does he shoot where the air starts escaping from the balloon, Steve? Oh, I believe it was right in the A-hole, if I it remember was correctly. The anus. <laughs> so yeah, start flying down, and then when they crash, and then they're both back into down downtown, <laughs> fighting over you know who's gonna go back. And like, oh, now we're both dead again. Like whatever. At least I got to propose to Julie, and she said yes, and blah blah blah. And then fucking samurai death Voltron pops out yeah. of nowhere. <laughs> It's like fucking great. Oh my god, it was a lot actually a lot like the uh the the robot samurai thing in um Sucker Punch. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, basically Sucker Punch Voltron pops out of there, grabs Monkey Bone, grabs Stu, and basically just slams them together. Yeah. It's just splat, boom, blood everywhere, game over, roll credits. No, she oh. No, no, he's perfectly fine. She's like and he goes, "What did you do?" And Death is like, "Eh, you were kind of boring on your own. You need a little monkey bone in your life. And he certainly can't be running around here anymore. I'm fucking over him. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, she needed to get rid of monkey bone. So she's sending him back up to the surface for a while. There you go. So he gets sent back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there was the joke about uh, she was trying to get the South Park guys anyway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I like your stuff. Keep making things. I'm going to take the South Park guys anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Brennan Fraser is back. Or, sorry, Stu's back live with him, but he's a little more fun and energetic. Yeah, he uh, kisses Julia, and then is interrupted by Dave Foley jumping in front of the screen and saying, "Take off your clothes! Release the monkey! For the love of God, take off your clothes!" And streaking through yeah. downtown as the credits roll. Oh, do you remember what the uh, the credits? What was behind the credits? The animation of the of. All the people in the museum who grab the monkey bone dolls, animations oh. of them, and then as they take their clothes off, they all become monkey bones. That's right. They, like, rip their skin off and shit, and yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. And then, what was the movie it recommended we watch next to go perfectly along with the tone of this movie? What movie was that, Steve? Beetlejuice. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Which made a lot of sense. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Monkey Bone. Babe? Yeah? Would you recommend Monkey Bone? I don't know. I don't know if I would recommend it. I don't not recommend it. Like, I'm not, don't watch it. I, I would know. recommend it to Tim Burton fans. Like, if, yes. if you're a fan of, like, the Tim Burton and, like, Hot Topic goth kind of stuff, yes. this is right up your alley. It's a little, go- it's dar- definitely dark humor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And not in the Coen Brothers way. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say check it out. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Check it out, guys. Yeah, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, what? we'll have fun facts, <gasps> more beer, what? and what we learned oh. from Monkey Bone. Ooh, I wonder what I learned. <laughs> hey, everybody. You like listening to podcasts, right? Well, what if I told you that you could get paid to listen to them? Well, with this new PodCoin app, that's exactly what you get. Uh, you can listen to everything I learned from movies or any and all of your other favorite podcasts. And the whole time you're earning pod coins that you can donate to charity or exchange for gift cards to places like Amazon and Starbucks uh, for something you'd be doing anyway. Just download PodCoin in the App Store, and as an added bonus, if you sign up with a special code Steve Izzy, you get 300 pod coins just for signing up. I use it for all my podcast listening now, and it's great. I'm already well on my way to Amazon gift card. Cha-ching! Uh, so yeah, download the PodCoin app. Use the code Steve Izzy, and you're already 300 pod coins ahead of the game, and using a great podcatcher. 
check it out today. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders, uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Hi, this is Johnny Jimmy Ginley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Yes, I agree. They just keep getting better every week. Oh my gosh. And and such great bargains, too. I mean... Oh, amazing. Yeah, so many promos going on right now. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, listen to all those podcasts and check out all those products. Yeah. Some of them may be mentioned again later. What? But babe, I'm a little thirsty. That sucks. Do you have anything that could possibly satiate my thirst? I mean, I've got this one thing, but I don't think you'd be into it. I mean, I think I better... Oh, Um, you're talking about the other thing. Oh, no. Fish tacos are for later. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We're going to Rubio's for dinner! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Anyway, also, for your beverage, from New Belgium Brewing, we have Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Brewed and canned by New Belgium Brewing Company, Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah. This has a super badass, like, skull, like, army ranger on it. This guy, like, minus all the logoing, would be, like, on one of your dad's shirts. Oh, yeah, totally. 100%. They don't have a bunch of pretentious talks, so I can't do a sexy voice. (laughs) Voodoo Ranger. Sexy, juicy IPA. Yeah. Oh, so juicy. Why's your top still on? You're right. I should pop this top. Ooh, my top. Nice. Ooh, super hoppy. Super super hoppy aroma right off the top. It's very fairly clear beer. Got a little bit of a uh, haze to it, as it should. It's called a juicy haze IPA. And a straw colored. Mm-hmm. White hazy. Uh, sorry, white Ooh. foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Yeah, lots of uh, like like nugget and cascade. Maybe? Yeah, piney. Very, very yeah. piney. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I just took a sip of it. It mm. is... Well, with the hazy IPAs, like, they're almost... Uh, they're a little thicker-bodied. Yeah, and the juicy is, like... Um, as opposed to being kind of dry, like a lot of the Simcoe beers can be. They're... They just... They feel... They just feel juicy. I don't know another... Yeah, they make your mouth water a little more. Yeah. Just with the... There's, like, a little pine, little citrus. Yeah. Wow. Delicious. That's actually surprisingly good. Yeah, I'm into this. Ooh. Try the Voodoo Ranger, guys. It's delicious. Yep, New Belgian Brewing. Uh, brewed in Fort Collins, Colorado, and Asheville, North Carolina. Ah, uh, but babe, 
Yes, Steve. We want some fun facts. Fun facts are super fun facts because fun, fun facts. Well, you're in luck. I have some. Woo! Babe, the budget of this movie was $75 million. Holy fuck! A lot of special effects in downtown and everything, right? What? Any guesses on what the worldwide gross of this movie was? Uh, $2 million. 7.3 so Ooh, major major loss that's a shame especially with all the commercials and advertising and all that fun stuff the uh meta score was 40 percent uh that's what do you think it was on rotten tomatoes oh rotten tomatoes they're always assholes on there so i'm gonna say like 19 perfect 19 percent oh, see i knew it's doing the uh doing the asshole math they go about half <laughs> you got your degree in asshole math <laughs> i got my degree in asshole math and, uh, that's what they teach you at art school that's true and the audience score was a little higher but only at 27 percent see this is not a 27 percent movie yeah, i'd say like 50 but yeah I feel like the, the meta score 40 feels about right for me yeah yeah because it yeah. definitely has its issues but it's good it's not terrible it's true all right, babe. <clears throat> this is the good one. Yeah. When the film was being pitched as something altogether darker and closer in tone to the original graphic novel. Oh, shit. Nicolas Cage <gasps> and Christopher Walken were considered for the roles played by Brendan Fraser and Whoopi Goldberg, respectively. Yeah. Nicolas Cage would have been the lead of yeah. this movie. And Christopher Walken would have been death. Yes. Right? Sold, 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 sold. sold. Yeah. What could have been, I guess. And a darker tone, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, ben Stiller was originally cast to voice Monkey Bone, but had to step down due to complications with Mystery Men. Oh, no. And that's when uh, John Turturro stepped in, apparently. Yeah. Cartoon Network later went on to make their hit late-night block Adult Swim um, after receiving criticism from parents for supporting the movie and its marketing during its regularly run time block. This movie begat adult swim oh shit because again a little too dark to be shown during uh i don't know fucking care bears or whatever was on adult swim at the time <laughs> right adult swim didn't used to play hardcore so adult swim at night used to honestly just be like like anime right sort of bootleg anime like yeah. stuff they kind of weren't supposed to have yeah um stephen king was set to make a cameo appearance but was then unavailable on the day it was to be shot due to scheduling conflict so lookalike actor John Bruno was found and appeared in King's Place. Oh, shit. That's why he refers to himself as Steve King rather than Stephen King and is listed in the credits as the man in the dungeon for legal reasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, originally they wanted the real Stephen King in there. It should have been the real Stephen King. I'm not going to lie. I sort of thought it was because yeah. he does so many like random appearances. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're... <laughs> God, I just remember Maximum Overdrive. This ATM just called me an asshole. <laughs> Or what's the the one from Tales from the Dark Side? Like, oh, you Duke, you lunkhead. Uh, it's not Tales from the Dark Side. It's... Oh, Creep Show. Creep Show. Creep Show. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Uh, Barney Verl? I forget. Whatever his name yeah. is. You lunkhead. Barney Verl, you lunkhead. Oh, so funny. <laughs> so funny. And also, babe, very fun fact. Mm-hmm. Dave Foley did not use a stunt double for the scene where he streaks. Oh, yeah. That feels very Dave Foley to oh, me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm into it. Toots. But, babe, what did we learn from Monkey Bone? Oh, so much to learn. Um, I learned you just can't trust a monkey. They are all terrible. That's true. Uh, I also learned about monkeys. Uh, apparently, they reach agreements by rubbing their bottoms together. Yes, we did learn that. <laughs> That's right. It was with the uh, the dolls. That's right. The farting dolls. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, glad to do business. He puts out his hand for a handshake. Like, uh-uh. Oh, goes, we got to rub our bottoms together. Here in monkey town, we rub our bottoms together. <laughs> and they're like, all right, everybody on the table, we're going to rub bottoms together. <laughs> um, I also learned... Not everybody wants a used ring. <laughs> Not everybody does. Unfortunately. A lot of people do. That's right. Although I only got new rings. Anything else you learned? Brendan Fraser should not do music videos. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's a great actor at all, but yeah. It was just so cringeworthy. But he does look good in a shiny suit. He sure does. <laughs> Even with a soul patch. Oh, 
I learned I don't like soul patches. Baby, you know what I also learned? If I ever want to change my art style, all I have to do no, is switch hands. And... No, you did not learn that. Unlearn it, unlearn well, no, it. No, but in the movie, that's unlearn how Unlearn he... it! <laughs> how dare you insist that I unlearn something I've seen in the movie. <laughs> I know, I'm violating every principle and code of our podcast. <laughs> that's right. Steve, I'm about to say something very controversial. This movie might have been wrong. What? False. Oh. <laughs> I'm off the podcast and my marriage is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be looking for a new co-host now. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. So. He's also on Grinder at Dr. Mookie Love. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How'd you know about that? <laughs> uh, but babe. Steve. Where can we find some amazing art? Oh, so if you go to untidyvenus.etsy.com, that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com, you can find all sorts of fun movie monsters who love kittens. We have a whole but whole new line of custom-made paracord dog leashes. If you want the last dog leash you'll ever have to buy until you lose it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but one that will not break. Steve. The Steve. Of everything I learned from movies is hand knotting 550 pound per inch paracord dog leashes, 150 pound clips on them. Freaking fantastic. You get to pick your colors. They're spectacular. We've got enamel pins. We've, we're going to put the buttons and the magnets up soon. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Check it out. Just, uh, you know. They're very, very uh, chic and fashionable as well. Exactly. And incredibly durable. Yep. And of course, uh, we're also sponsored by Frankie and Murr at frankieandmurrmyrh.com. Uh, basically, if you use the special code UNTIDY, you get 15% off your order of the greatest essential oils and aromatherapy out there. And, and you get to help our this here podcast out at no extra cost to you. Plus, any orders over $35 ship free. Yeah, win, win, win. Yeah. Oh, Steve, what's your favorite aroma? Oh, I really like the 40 Winks. I'm not going to lie. Very yeah. soothing. Lavender, chamomile, frankincense, myrrh. Super calming. It puts you and the kitty to sleep in about half an hour. About that. Yeah. Also like the, was it the Hippie Hooray or whatever? Oh, Hippie Galucky, the patchouli and grapefruit? Uh, or the Hello Sunshine. Hello Sunshine, that's it. Yeah, so that's the uh, the lemon and bergamot and rose. That one's really great. Good mood lifter. It's actually their anti-anxiety scent. And yeah, really citrusy, super fresh, very light. Love it. So good. I also have been really into lately the uh, get the junk out of my trunk. It's grapefruit, <laughs> cypress, and fennel. And yeah. it's super fresh, like really, really clean, a little bit woodsy. Super awesome. There you go. And of course, check out hashtag castaways for all the incredible castaway podcasts out there. Yeah. Uh, we're on Patreon. They're on Patreon. Everyone's on Patreon. Uh, help help support great podcasts. Everything um, I learned from Patreon. And coming up next month. Oh, snap. Do we want to give the theme away? Yeah, let's do it. For the month of June, we're doing Gin June. That's right. Gin as in genies or wishmasters. Nothing, nothing but beef master. That's right. Crying. That's right. Beef eater gin, beef Bombay eater. Sapphire all day, every day. <laughs> and then we talk about genie movies. Yeah. Talk about fulfilling wishes. <laughs> Your wish is my command. <laughs> is that what you wish of me? <sighs> Spoiler alert, that voice is coming up a lot. <laughs> next Creepy! <month. laughs> I'm already freaked out. Uh, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. Have a good night, everybody.
And the A and the M and the N and the A and the T and the I O N.